Welcome back to the City Rev Life podcast. Great to have you guys join us today. I'm Josh, and this is Pastor Roby, and we're kicking off a brand new series on how to know God's will. And I'm personally super excited about this podcast because this is a question that I've asked a lot in my walk with Christ, and I think it's one that we we ask in every single season of life. Isn't yeah, that right. I think you're exactly right. I think this is one of those subjects that really no matter where you're at in your journey, if you've surrendered your life to Jesus, you're following after Jesus, in the end, you're like, God, I, I, wanna, I wanna submit my life to you. I wanna go in your direction. I wanna know I'm doing the right thing. And I mean, really, once you know you're doing what the Lord wants you to do. You feel good about whatever it is you're doing. Exactly. You're excited, you have purpose. At, at that point, you have this sense of purpose. You have this sense of, that, hey, no matter what the outcome is, I know mm -hmm. I'm doing what the Lord wants me to do. And so I think that this is one of those subjects uh, that no matter what season of, of life you're in is is so relevant. And so I think it's, it's going to be a great series. And I think our hope is at the end of this series that as we talk through these various subjects, that you feel equipped, that each of us feel equipped, mm -hmm. whatever that decision point is, you know how to seek after the Lord, discern, discover, what is the right decision? What is God guiding us to do? And just how to walk in, walk through that decision-making process of yeah. not just, not just boiling it down to like, if I don't know God, I'm just going to boil it down to what do I want? And so I'm weighing, do I want this more or want this more? But if I'm, if I'm wanting to search out for God's will, it's Lord, what do you want? And, uh, but that, that's going to change the process yeah. a little bit. It's a great question to be asking. Mm -hmm. It's the one that we should be asking. Like you said, it's out of a desire yeah. to follow after the Lord's plan and purpose for our life. And if you're a young adult, you might, you might be saying, how do I know if this is the person that I, I should marry? Like, what is, what is God's will in that? Is this the yeah. person that I should marry? What kind of career should I pursue? Should I stay in that career? Um, you know, as you get older, you're like, how, what do I do with my kids in school? And should they go to this school? Should they be involved in that? Should they be doing right. sports? You know, you enter into retirement. What, what, what's God's purpose for my season of retirement? Now yes. that I've, I've retired out of my career, what should I do with my time that I now have in this season? Yeah. I mean, we're always asking this question. Yeah. So if you're in that space, maybe you're like you said, um, Josh, if, if there's a, a young adult and you're like, hey, I'm dating this person, I'm starting to ask the question, is this the person that I should take mm -hmm. it to the next step? Um, if for that person, maybe you're new in your career, you're like, hey, I'm not sure I love this job. I have another job opportunity or should I pursue a job opportunity or um, where, where questions on where to live. When we come to those big decisions, if you've got a big decision in your life, this is a great yeah. series. Uh, we pray a great series for looking at how do we look at, at God's will. And so, um, we're going to start, um, getting into that. That's great. So maybe we kick it off by just talking about how does God's will work? You know, what, sh what should we be thinking about as far as a framework into what God's will, how it operates? How do yeah. we seek God's will? Yeah. And so I think just giving some categories to work in, I think is, is helpful because, okay. um, I, I think for starters, just when we're thinking about God's will, he's not trying to make it a puzzle. Like mm. it's someone who is genuinely seeking the Lord. You know, he says, if he's, you seek me, you'll find me. Yeah. Right? He's not hiding it. He's right. Not, he's not like, oh, I'm not going to tell you unless you ask me 10 <laughs> times. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I think just to give some relief as you enter in on this process, 
I think if you're authentically, genuinely seeking the Lord and we can self-deceive, you know, there's no question about that. We'll talk about that some through this series, Mm -hmm. but I think, I think to put our minds at ease for someone who's authentically seeking after the Lord, the Lord's not up in heaven. Like, Oh, you were so close, but you missed it. Like, you know, I think he, (laughs) he's wanting to lead us through this process. And a lot of times the seeking out process is part of his will because yeah, a lot of times that's, that's so illuminating things in ourselves and in our relationships. So yes. uh, let's just start there. He wants his will to be found. He wants us to, he, and, and if we're searching, he's going to lead us in that path. So I think there's three categories to look at when we're thinking about God's will. And I like to think about it with as like a, a pane of glass. Okay. So think about like a piece of glass that's maybe a window or a windshield or a shower door or something like that. Mm-hmm. If you have a, a piece of glass, sometimes glass is perfectly transparent. Hmm. If you've ever uh, gone to walk out onto someone's back porch and you walked straight into the sliding door, um, and smashed your face on the sliding door, which <laughs> I think Josh here's done many times. No, never. Yeah. Never done that. Pretty before. sure he's done that a lot. Um, <laughs> but if you've ever done that, you know, glass, sometimes glass is just perfectly transparent. Hmm. Um, glass can also be translucent. It's not perfectly clear. You can kind of see through it, but it's not perfectly clear. Like many shower doors are kind of like that. They're translucent. They're not perfectly uh, crystal clear. Then there is glass that is tinted. It can be shaded a particular color. So, Hmm. um, it's got, it's got a a, a tint to it, like a, maybe like a stained glass of some kind. And so I think thinking about those three categories when it comes to God's will is helpful. Some things are transparent, some things are translucent and some things are tinted. And so if you have a decision, there's always decisions in our life, Thinking about them in those three categories is helpful. Sometimes it's absolutely transparent. Mm. And sometimes the problem is we're making it more complicated than it is. Oh, that's good. Yeah, it's, it is when it's something that's transparent, the decision may be an issue of right or wrong. Sometimes it's an issue of sin or not sin. Sometimes it's an issue of wise or unwise. And in those times, we can really self-deceive, but it's helpful to have a pattern of life that you're listening to the Lord, submitting to the Lord, looking, you know, reading scripture, um, confessing sin, being kind of aware of the of your bents in your life. These are the things that if you've ever had someone share like an idea that they've had and you're like, bro, are you serious? Like, please don't do that. There are some things that are just clear. And sometimes as Christians, we make it more complicated than it is. It's pretty, it's pretty obvious that it is what's God's will and what uh, is not God's will. And, and I think where we most find God's will to be transparent is in the scriptures. Right. Like he, he tells us a lot of things that are clearly right and wrong or things that would be considered wise and unwise. I just jotted down a few verses here. Yeah. First Thessalonians four, he talks about how he literally says the phrase for this is the will of God, your, your sanctification that you abstain from sexual immorality. So when we ask questions as far as our, our sexual purity and does God want sanctification in my life? Well, we know it's, it's transparent. It's clear. Yes. That's God's will 
for our life. First Thessalonians 5 says to give thanks in all circumstances for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Yes. And so on and so forth. There's a lot of verses in the New Testament specifically that say, hey, this is God's will over your life. And so I think that's what you're speaking to yeah. when we say there's there's lots of stuff that's very clear. There's It's certainly right. And there's also mm-hmm. blatant wrong and sin that we can we can look at and say, well, what does God want for me in this situation? Yeah. yeah, I think those verses are right on target. I think that's exactly right. There are just things that are, they're just obvious. And and sometimes I have come across um, just with Christian friends or maybe just as a pastor, I'm sure you as a pastor too have come across this, Josh, but, um, or, and I've been, you know, I don't want to just project it on other people. I've been tempted to, to have this perspective as well, hmm. where there's something very clear in scripture but I think that in my case is the exception. Mm. So I remember hearing from a Christian once and, and this particular individual was uh, was pretty seasoned, but I was kind of mm. surprised. They were talking about how they're about to do something that the Bible says is clearly a sin. It's not like one or the other. I mean, it's clearly a sin. And his response was, God's just given me the green light on that. Mm. And I'd say, well, you know, um, gently, humbly, lovingly, not judgmentally, because, you know, we're all capable of, of that. If the Bible says it's right or the Bible says it's wrong, that's clear. Is yeah. it, it, should I, um, should I, um, enter into, uh, into a relationship that is, you know, you talked about purity, you know, um, uh, how, should I enter into a sexual relationship before the covenant of marriage? No, that's like clear in the scripture. Should I, um, should I pursue praying diligently for a lost neighbor? Mm. Well, yes, that's in the scripture. And so like, sometimes it's just a matter of right and wrong, wise and unwise. It's just a transparent. There's not much of a decision. The the tension is not, should I do it or should I not do it? The tension is having the courage to do the right thing. That's good. And so what is, what does translucent look like then? Yeah. You know, if there's transparent, it's clearly God's will. There's a clear right and wrong. When it, you get to something that's translucent, I'm assuming it's not as black and white. There's right. like a gray area there. Yes. Yeah, so this, so the translucent, these are the decisions that it's not necessarily a right or wrong issue. And these are, these are really where the crux of this series is about. Hmm. It's, it's really about those things that are translucent. Um, you know, the Bible, there's not a verse that's going to say the name of the person like, you know, Roby, thou shalt marry Rebecca. Like that verse is not in the Bible. Okay. Um, Although sometimes we wish it would be. Yes. Those things we, <laughs> we wish sometimes those things would be that clear. These are the things we have to wrestle with. It's not really a sin or not sin issue. There may be wisdom pieces involved, but these are the things we wrestle with and we hear from the Lord. And it's important on these translucent ones, these ones that are like, what job should I have? Where should I live? Where should I go to school? What should my career be? Who should I marry? What church do I go to? You know, these kinds of these kinds of questions, it's not a sin or not sin, but that doesn't mean that God doesn't care about them. Um, he does care. He wants to steer us and guide us through them, but we've got to put it in a different category. And sometimes we, you know, sometimes it's someone's kind of confused, like where does the Bible's role in these kinds of decisions play out? And uh, we'll talk about that in this in this series. Yeah, that's really good because I think sometimes what we're actually asking there, without even realizing it, is, God, I just want you to lay out my whole life for me, yeah. so I can know how everything's going to play out in advance. Like <laughs> yeah. I, I want the Bible 
for me and I want the Bible to be written about around me, like what I want. Like it, it's, it comes from this desire of control. Yeah. We, we want to be sovereign over our own life ultimately is what's happening there. Yes. And we're not having what God requires of us faith Yeah, to say, okay, God, you have my life in your hands. I'm going to trust where you're going to lead me and trust that I'm not going to know everything and how it's all going to play out, yeah. but that you will be there with me along the way. Every decision that needs to be made that is, in my opinion, more important than the others, those big uh, decision-making like career and marriage and yep. all that, that I'm going to trust and have faith that God is going to lead me through those, through those major decisions in my life. Yeah, I think that's exactly right. I love how you put that. And I, I think of that Psalm that says, your word is a lamp unto my feet, a light into my path. Hmm. It doesn't say that God lays out the entire map of your life. You pretty much usually just get the next step. And, um, yeah. and, and, and be prepared when it comes to those things, like which job should I take? What company should I work for? Who should I marry? Where should I go to school? When should I retire? How should I use, should I invest my money? You know, some of those questions hmm. there, there's wisdom pieces involved. There may be sin inclinations in our heart, but the decision itself is one to wrestle over and seek the Lord. And we like to, we like to skip past the wrestling and just get to the answer, yeah. but the Lord wants us to wrestle through it. And so what about tented? We have transparent, clearly understand and see God's will. It's usually in scripture. We've got translucent, not always that right or wrong. Sometimes there's those gray areas, but what about tented? The tinted is what we're trying to avoid. And this is what the wrestling process is trying to weed out. Mm. Tinted is where there's, we are putting our own desires, our own bents, our own <laughs> cravings, whatever it is. And we're trying to make it into God's will. It's we're putting too much of ourselves in the decision. And so like a lot of times, and this is real, this is a lot of what the wrestling process is. A lot of times we have our own goals. Maybe we've had these goals. Maybe it's career goals that we've had for a decade, maybe more than that, a couple decades, maybe all of our lives. And those goals become sovereign. Mm -hmm. And it's all, I mean, it can be nearly impossible. You know, it'd be like, imagine someone who they're, they've not realized that really the driving factor of their life is success in their career. Mm. So all of a sudden an opportunity comes up that will advance their success, but maybe it uproots their family or maybe it's going to re require them to be away from their wife and their children or their husband and their children for long periods of time. Maybe it's clearly an unhealthy uh, space for their family or for their own lives or for themselves spiritually. Like there's a lot of things that need to be wrestled through there, but because the driving factor of their life has been their career, there's just very little chance they can turn it down. Yeah. Yeah. And the same can it's be almost like there's blinders up. Yes. And basically the whole, the whole decision, if the decision is the plate of glass it's just so tinted by the things that drive them and make them make make um, the things that motivate them. And it's not necessarily just um, just career. I mean, it can be relationship. It's that. Yeah. Think about that. It's easier sometimes to think about it with children. Imagine that teenager who wants so badly to be accepted and welcomed into a particular friend group. 
that when they're offered uh, an opportunity to do something that they know is going to hurt their lives, you know, they're peer pressured. Hmm. It's like they're so driven for that acceptance. It's almost impossible for them to see that decision outside of that tinting. And the same can be be made for um, a young adult that's just really badly wanting to be married. But the person that they're with is maybe not the right person, but it's so hard for them to walk away from that because they have such a deep down drive. And so what we're trying to do, we tint the decisions with our, whether it's an idol, whether it's um, just a, a, a sin bent or whatever it is, we're trying to take that tinting off of it and and really seek the Lord. It's almost because what I'm picturing right now in my mind is a posture, a posture of humility and openness to what God's will might be. You know, I think uh, it, working with young adults a lot, you know, they'll, they'll come and ask this question, what's God's will in this area of my life? Mm. And you see that desire in them that they're not willing to lay aside to actually hear God's will. Sure. The, the thought of and the, the the seeking advice of discovering God's will for their life is just because they know that would be good for them mm. and it makes them feel better about doing that. But to actually lay aside what they want, they desire, yes. their goals, their vision for their own future, that's like a whole nother battle that they didn't even realize they have to engage in yeah. to truly seek out God's will. Yeah. But I'm curious, give me an over under on five guys that you have had conversations with that have told you that that person was going to be their wife. <laughs> wow. I don't know that I can give you that odds. Why do you have those? Oh yeah. All the time. Like the, the conversation of this girl's going to be my wife. God told me. <laughs> and my response immediately is, okay, that's great. Does she know Does that? She know that? And, and, and maybe he's, he's always like, know? well, I'm assuming God's going to tell her, right? <laughs> and it, it just always leads into this conversation of, well, you know, you serve the same God. And if she's not seeing that, but you are, maybe there's something off there, you know, because us guys get so fixed on what we want, yeah. our desire. And, and you know, we see that so play off play out so often in marriage, but in everything, in yeah, our careers right. and in our finances and stuff, we have to take off the blinders, stop looking at that pane of, of glass with like tunnel vision and be open to what God might have in store, knowing and trusting that it's going to be so much greater and so much better than what we might have ever thought possible. Yeah. And I would just say, um, you know, in closing, I would say that that point is so key. It's knowing why do we truly want to surrender to mm -hmm. his will? It's yeah. because we know he's, he's all knowing. So he's smarter than us and he's good. So we know that his plan is better. And, um, we've seen so many times each of us in our lives where we were so sure about things that at the other end, we're like, yeah, that was not that, not the best. And so we know we can, we're limited to how much we can trust ourselves. Yeah. So it's amount of trust. And I would just say as walking through these categories, thinking in these categories, there are some things that are transparent, some things that are translucent, but we don't want it to be tinted and mm. embrace the fact we're always going to tint it. That's what a lot of the process is to pull that out and to have the Lord reveal that or someone else to reveal that or the scripture to reveal that to us. And, but you're never, every one of us, no matter how seasoned with the Lord, we're always fighting, um, tinting the decision with our own self. That's good.
That's good. Well, hey, be sure to join us these next couple of weeks as we continue on in the series. We're going to cover things like seeking advice of other people when trying to seek out God's will for your life, uh, how to have a peace about knowing, okay, this is God's will for my my life. I know this is what God is saying and also how to see signs and, and how God is working in your life. So we'll see you guys next time. Thank you for joining us on City Rev Life. You can subscribe to this podcast, rate and review wherever you're listening to this. And we love it when you share it with your friends on social media. For more videos and content, go ahead and check us out at cityrev.org slash podcast or download our City Rev Church app. Have a great day.